Welcome to the following presentation from Learfield IMG College. And thanks for listening to University of Richmond Athletics. It's time to talk University of Richmond basketball. This is the Spider Sports Line with head basketball coach Chris Mooney. Live from Glory Days Grill in the Glen Eagle Shopping Center, 10466 Ridgefield Parkway in the West End. Tonight's show is brought to you by... CarMax, Virginia Birth Father Registry, Glory Days Grill, and Lux Chevrolet. Be a part of the show. Call us at 521-8501. Send your tweet to at Spider Voice. Text us 804-638-9508. Or send an email to spidersportsline at richmond.edu. Sideline right now, middle of the floor, Grace. Left side, Johnson to Gilliard. Steps back, top of the key. Works the perimeter, drives right in the lane, is rolling, scooping layup is good again. Yeah, Gilliard's taking over the offense for the Spiders here in the second half. 59-46, Richmond lead 13, Gilliard with now 12. Now live, here's the voice of the Spiders, Bob Black, and head coach, Chris Mooney. This is the Spider Sports Line on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN and the Spider Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. There were an awful lot of highlights in the past week for Spider basketball and particularly for the guy you heard in that highlight, Spider sophomore Jacob Gilliard, who is with us tonight on the Spider Sports Line. We welcome you to the show from Glory Days Grill in the West End. Welcome, everyone, to the program. Thank you for being here tonight. Another great crowd already in the house. More folks are coming in even as I speak. We appreciate you being here. We're at the Ridgefield Parkway location in the Glen Eagles Shopping Center, as we are each and every Monday night for our Spider Sports Line. Jacob Gilliard is not only our special player guest, he is the Atlantic 10 Player of the Week player guest. So congrats to Jake on two terrific games and two Spider victories this past week and Jacob's actually going to be with us for the first half of the show normally if you're with us every week we normally get our players on in the middle two segments of the program uh, Jake's got some commitments back on campus after six o'clock tonight so he's going to be with us for the first half hour we'll talk with him and then we'll get into some other things in the second half hour before we get to Jacob though coach let me just get an opening comment from you on the week because it was a really good week for the Spiders the two wins over the two Georges, George Mason and George Washington. One of the things you said to Robert Fish and me before shoot-around the other day or after shoot-around the other day was we've got to continue to be good on offense to put pressure on the opponent until our defense gets to the level that we want it to be at. So what did you see this week from the offense? That's back-to-back games with 80-plus points, three out of the last four. And how much better is the defense then getting? Yeah, well, I think our defense, I mean, we're, we're really working at it, and I think it is improving. I feel like, um, you know, again, we've, you know, for, since the beginning of the year, we've been working on trying to compete on defense, not just be in the right spot or not just do the right thing, but really compete and try to step in and, and defend, and we're getting better. Um, you know, we're improving. We're working hard at it. Offensively, we're, we're a pretty good team. You know, we, we share the ball well. Uh, we have some guys who can score and really put pressure on the defense. Uh, you know, generally we keep our turnovers down. So uh, we need, you know, we need that to put pressure on the opponent because, you know, we've had teams that could stop a team for, you know, stop the best player or stop a team for five, six, seven possessions in a row. And, you know, we haven't demonstrated an ability to do that enough this year. But if we can continue to score and make it hard on them and make them be thinking and guessing on defense, that gives our defense a little bit of uh, of an advantage, and so, um, you know, I think I think both look good. Like I said, offensively, we we've had good games kind of throughout the year and uh, do some really good things. Defensively has been has been the thing we're working hard to get better at. And the George Mason game, you know, we had a ton of steals. It was kind of like uh, an old, older Spider game where we stole the ball so much. Uh, and then GW, I thought we played, we did play good, a good sound uh, defensive game for the for the entirety. Not quite where we want to be, but but certainly good enough. And by scoring so much, we, we you know, put ourselves in a great position. What's your analysis of Jacob Gilliard's week? Well, it was tremendous. <laughs> you know, I, I um, just really tremendous. Uh, 
you know, I think he had six steals against Mason, um, scored the ball. Uh, it really, it really just had command of both games, you know, um, just in control of both games. I thought that at halftime of the GW game, I think he only had one basket so far, uh, but still, you know, clearly the most valuable guy on the floor, um, and just does everything for us. And, uh, you know, command is the word I, I, I mm-hmm. just try to use because he has the, you know, not many, very few people have the ability to actually be in command of the whole team or the whole game. He does, and I really think he demonstrated at both games. Well, Jake, what does that mean to you as the player that Coach is talking about when he says, I want him to be in command of the team or I want him to be in command of the game? What does that mean to you, and how comfortable have you become with that in just your sophomore season? I think I've become pretty uh, comfortable with it. Um, when he says it, he either uses the word command or control, and he kind of just talks to me about how even if I'm not scoring that well, like at Washington or like against George Washington at half, I wasn't scoring that much, but I still had a pretty big impact on the first half. And so he just tells me there's other things I can do besides just scoring or whatever the box score says. Is that something that you personally believe in, that you can do that without scoring 17, 18, 19, 20 points a game? Yes, sir. How so? <laughs> um... I mean, I, I just believe in myself, but um, I think I've, I've showed games where I don't score too too much, and I think I, I've played a pretty well game, or a pretty well-rounded game, even though the scoring may not always be there, or even if I don't have, like, six steals or a lot, a lot of steals. I think there's other aspects that I do help the team, with, whether it's just talking, uh, being vocal, or just kind of being a leader to the team. This team has been pretty good offensively all year long, but in the last several games seems to have taken it to a, a different level, the St. Louis game and then the two George games, George Mason and George Washington. What's what's evolved offensively that, you know, three of the last four games have been 80-plus points? I think even, uh, like, exclude the St. Louis game, I think me, Grant, and Nate played pretty well that game. But, I mean, even Jake and, uh, Jake and Andre stepped up that game. But since then, like this, this week, uh, George Washington and George Mason, we got a lot of contribution from Noah, uh, Julius, this last game. Julius, Noah, Andre, Sal, even Matt Grace is coming in, rebounding, making plays. I mean, just everybody else except for whatever uh, the big three or whatever people call it. I think core three is the last <laughs> phrase I've been using for yeah. it. But big three works. That works. I would say as well what are you seeing confidence wise from those guys names who you just rattled off particularly the freshman guys they believe in themselves obviously when they first got here that was something i noticed about them they're they're pretty confident in themselves but now they're showing it on the court whether um it's not just practice now now they're uh trying to compete against other guys and that's really what it is when they compete they're pretty good chris one of the things uh, that i noticed in the offense in the last couple games i think you'll agree with this one of the reasons you're scoring more points is you're taking the right shots. I mean, you still got to make them, but it seems like the right guy is taking the right yeah. shot at the right time. Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, the rhythm that we have is, is, is really is very, very good, and I think that rhythm and then the more and more experience you get, you have a good sense of – everybody has a good sense of when the shot's coming, not, not just the guy taking it or the guy who threw him the ball. Everybody has a good sense of when it's coming. I think Grant's, you know, um, you know Grant's a really good all-around player, and – a good passer and having him be able to uh, you know not only score inside but get other guys shots and be willing to come out and get guys shots and we do a lot of dribble handoffs uh, that showed up for us in the game against um, against George Washington uh, and that, that's really that really helps you know rather than play breaking down or having to reset you know Grant's kind of coming or Matt's kind of coming to keep the play alive and keep pressure on the defense and I think we can do that and then again the more experience the more guys are comfortable with the shots they're shooting uh and have an understanding of that this is the shot they've shot in practice and in the last game and everybody's a little bit more comfortable you know you got asked and grant and julius did today as well and, and jacob i'll forward the question to you now if this team has quote unquote turned the corner on the season i'm not sure i know exactly what that means yet but can you kind of give a little bit of your observation if you think this team has yeah. turned the corner well, I think you know, from an outside perspective, it, it could it could certainly look like that. I think when you're when you're you know with the team every day and you watch every film of practice and the games, you see it more subtly. So you see improvements, guys being a little bit more confident, guy trying more, you know, being more aggressive and assertive, and you see that happen, you know, gradually more so than hey, in that game we happen to win that game and we're turning the corner. Or, and so I do think we're really improving, and we have, you know, when you have, that's the good thing about younger guys is they're, they're going to improve. And this group especially, guys like to be in the gym. 
they really love the play. They're trying to get better. Uh, they've been able to block out um, kind of anything on the, on the periphery and just really attack the game. Um, you know, but so I, I, I don't see it as turning a corner as much as, you know, I see it a little bit longer and gradual, uh, but certain significant improvement and competitiveness. You know, that's, that's the thing is you, you have to learn all these things when you're young and then you also have to compete. And, and unfortunately, that, there's, there's sometimes a little bit of a delay there. Can you compete as, as you're still learning? And that's a challenge. How about from the player's perspective, Jake? Would you use the phrase in the locker room or walking on campus that, hey, we're starting to turn the corner now, or is it kind of deeper than that? Um, I think starting to turn the corner would be more fitting than turn the corner because I, I don't think two games really says you've mm-hmm. turned the corner. Um, obviously, VCU could uh, bring us back to the Hampton game, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So I think we just have to keep going forward, uh, keep trying to turn the corner. Everybody's got to keep getting better and keep contributing. Chris, was there something in the younger guys, particularly the guys coming off the bench, not so much Andre uh, and Jake because they're, they're playing a lot of minutes, that kind of clicked with a Matt Grace or Sal Caressi that, that now they're getting more minutes, that the coach is more confident yeah. to put them in in the middle of a game? Yeah, I, th- I think so. I, I feel like Matt has played kind of – he's – Matt has been had more of a even of his minutes whether three or eight has been more consistently put in the game as Grant's sub. Uh, Sal, you know, has played more recently, and uh, I, I feel like you know Sal has a lot to offer, and Sal could be a really good player. And I think he really capitalized on the opportunity since Julius was going to be out. Um, and I, I think when you're young, you know, you're you're being judged. You know, if you're a senior. Uh, you know, Kevin Anderson as a senior, if he had a bad practice, you know, that can be – we can kind of talk about that and move on from that. Uh, if you're, and you're a freshman, you know, everything you do, you know, everything, how you come out to pl- practice, what your attitude is, uh, how much effort you're giving, those are all really be, still being evaluated. And, and so, yeah, I think that Sal – I think Sal's confident. I think he's a really good player um, and probably should have been playing him more earlier. But – he, he has he has stuck with it, and he's the kind of guy I think he, I think he loves to play, works at it, and really wants to be good. Uh, two and a week for the Spiders. Let's talk a little bit about that, and then we'll take a break. And Jacob alluded to VCU. Certainly want to get the guys' uh, preview and perspective on that, and certainly from from Jacob as he'll go through it for the third time in the rivalry. Obviously, the two games that the Spiders won against the Rams last year as well. But uh, let me go off the court for a minute, Jake, because I thought this was a lot of fun, and I think you guys did too. Both these wins came at the Robin Center in front of the home crowd and the section right adjacent to our bench and right behind the basket. You've already got a big smile on your face. Has all of a sudden taken it upon itself to become a fan club for a different player for each game. And the first night it was for Andre Gustafson. It was Gustas Town back there in section one. And then in the second game it was for you. It was the Gilliard in section one back there how much did you guys notice that and what does it mean to you i i've talked to the schmitz before i think that's the the family sure. runs it. they're a really yep. good family uh, i like them a lot but i haven't noticed if they had been doing that for a while but the first time andre scored i think against mason they held up their flags and it was it caught me off guard so i was surprised <laughs> and then i saw what they did for me and it's it's really cool it's neat um to have fans like that to really support us like to truly support us it means a lot and we just want to go out and compete for them how significant is it, Chris? And I'm not trying to de-emphasize for Jacob because he's a long way from home, relatively speaking, sure. as well, from, from Kansas City to Richmond. But for an Andre Gustafson, who has publicly said, yeah, there's been a little bit of homesickness. Yeah. It's been a little bit tough at Christmas time. All of that to be able to look back there and see what he saw. Well, I'm sure it's great. I think it would make him feel feel terrific. And, uh, you know, I, you know, he is, you know, they don't, that doesn't show a lot of emotion nope. all the time. <laughs> Um, but I, I think he really liked that, and I think it's a really special thing that that group did, and we, we can't tell you how much appreciated. I thought the crowd was great on you know a midweek game that wasn't it wasn't quite as packed uh, as yesterday, but the crowd was great in both games, and really you know fed off of our energy and vice versa. I, I just thought the home court advantage was really tremendous. Everybody has their own personality. We have seen yours, Jacob. It's intense. It's outgoing. Uh, you speak very well on the radio, all of that. Do you do you talk to those guys that Coach just mentioned or work with them at all with an Andre Gustafson or a Jake Wojcik, both of whom are indeed very quiet, kind of reserved individuals, to say the least? 
I, I talk to him. I don't talk to him the same way I talk on the radio show. <laughs> but I, I do talk to him. You want to give us a little bit of how you do it? No, you don't. <laughs> it's a little different. <laughs> but we talk a lot. Um, but the main thing is just trying to keep them, uh, keep them positive. Even if they miss a shot or turn the ball over, it's, it's got to be positivity. They have to know that, that I mean, we, we trust them. You know, we have to. Has that been hard to do? And have you seen a change in them from the start of the year when you said, hey, stay positive, stay positive, to now that they've been through the rigors of college basketball for a few months? There's been a change. Um, I think early on they were a little nervous not playing college basketball before. It's a lot different than high school. Um, and even for Andre coming from professional, he played professional over there a little bit. But now, I mean, maybe not professional. It wasn't professional. Yeah. Let's go on the record as saying it was not. I apologize, but he's played with. He's probably played against professionals, but it's it's just totally different. So now their confidence is just uh, it's skyrocketed. Obviously, when Jake makes a couple of shots, his confidence is obviously up there. When Andre can get in pass lanes, get steals, and then go lay the ball up, it it really boosts his confidence. Mm-hmm. What is uh, Julius Johnson coming back as quickly as he did? Jacob, mean for you guys? I think, what, he only missed two games, as it turned out. Because it looked like when he went down at St. Louis that that could be a really difficult injury. Um, I think it helps us out a lot. I, I'm, glad he's, I'm glad he's back. Uh, he obviously has a leadership role as a mm-hmm. senior. But he also does a lot of things that, uh, that I'm probably not willing to do, like such uh, take charges, dive on, dive on loose balls, stuff, stuff that I don't usually do. Uh, he does for us. So, I mean, it, it really means a lot, and it obviously shows. Chris, you made an interesting point to us, I guess, again, at shoot-around before the game Saturday, uh, that you were impressed with how quickly Julius got back into the lineup. Some of that is on him. Some of that, as you were pointing out, is on the new downstairs area in the Robin yeah. Center and our athletic trainer, Adam Smith. Yeah, it was definitely Adam and his attention to detail. And obviously the most credit goes to Julius, but then Adam is really terrific. Uh, and then the downstairs area, which is called the... Don't ask me that something. question. And, uh, you know, with the, the training room the is... The new training is, area. <laughs> and there's, you know, you have the contrast. So you have the hot tub and the cold tub, but they also have these um, uh, treadmills that one you run in water. Have you done that yet? Of course no. not. One you run in water, one you run, it takes the weight. Is it called Alter G, I think? Uh, <laughs> and it takes the weight off of your off of your joints so that you can rehab without it causing more pain to the to the specific injury. And I do think, you know, I don't I don't clearly I don't know that much about this stuff, <laughs> but I have to think that those improvements have really helped because he was able to get back very quickly and uh, and we I, I think the game would have I don't think the game would have uh, been as lopsided on Saturday without Julius for sure. Clearly, I don't know either. Right. <laughs> I don't even know where the downstairs area is. Are you, are you kidding me? The one thing I did hear about Julius, though, here's a kid from Florida who doesn't like the water. He doesn't like to go in the water. And I think one of the things he did was kind of the underwater treadmill. treadmill. Is that... Is yeah. that right? Have you done that? I haven't done that. I've done the Alter G. Okay. Not, not the same thing, just so you know. <laughs> but, but we were kind of kidding him a little bit the other day. Yeah. Wait a minute. You're a kid from Florida. You would think right. you're always in the – nah. That, that, that gave me motivation to get back a lot quicker when Adam said I had to go do that. So whatever it was, it worked, and you were able to get him back. All right, let's take a break. We only got a few more minutes left with Jacob Gilliard. We want to preview the VCU game coming up uh, Wednesday night at the Siegel Center. We'll do that when our Spider Sports line continues. From Glory Days Grill, this is the Spider Sports Network. From Learfield IMG College on ESPN Richmond. For 25 years, CarMax has been a pioneer in the used car industry. 25 years. You know, if CarMax was a human, that would make them a tech-savvy millennial. Well, we've really embraced the whole millennial mindset because with CarMax.com, you have the freedom to start your vehicle search, hold, or transfer from pretty much wherevs. Is it quick? For show. Easy? Most deaf. Convenient? Totes? Magoats. Yep, I think you're picking up what I'm putting down. CarMax. Drive what's possible. For all things spiders, whether you're online, on your phone, or just on the go, it's richmondspiders.com. Scores, stats, standings, it's richmondspiders.com. Video highlights, audio play-by-play, and online ticketing for football and men's basketball, it's richmondspiders.com. Plus, exclusive content you won't get anywhere else, like the Spider Insight Podcast, Spider Voices, and game day info for Robin Stadium and the Robin Center. It's your home for your favorite team, it's richmondspiders.com. 
Hey guys, good news. The expensive little blue pill is now generic, which means you can get the prescription medication to treat ED at affordable prices. And now get your first month supply for just $5 at 4 slash happy. Hims connects you with real doctors online who can prescribe the medication. And a pharmacy sends it right to your door. So easy. To get your first order for just 5 bucks, you need to go to 4 slash happy. That's 4 slash happy. See website for full details. Not all services through the Hymns platform are available in all 50 states. 24-7, 365. You're up and at them every day. So you don't want something like Medicare Part D to slow you down. At Walgreens, we'll take care of your Medicare Part D prescriptions, saving you time and money. Make the switch to Walgreens today and get more by earning 100 balance reward points and save up to $5 on each Medicare Part D prescription when Walgreens is your preferred pharmacy. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. Prescription savings applies to Tier 1 generics when you fill out a preferred versus a non-preferred pharmacy on select plans. Points can't be earned in New York, New Jersey, or Arkansas. Other restrictions and limitations apply. Hey, this is Tugach. Join me weekdays, 10 to 1, on the Dan Levitard Show, now on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. The timeout's over. Time to talk more Richmond basketball. This is the Spider Sports Line with Coach Chris Mooney from Glory Days Grill in the Glen Eagle Shopping Center and live on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. This is the Spider Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. That ball stolen by Gilliard, picked up by Gustafson. Gilliard drives up and under right in the lane, lays it in. He's got 25 now. And it's 69.48. Welcome back to the Spider Sports Line. About 10 minutes to 6. We'll have Jacob Gilliard for another 10 minutes or so with us. Uh, this evening, Spiders play Wednesday night at the Siegel Center, 7 o'clock. Our airtime is at 6.30 here on ESPN Richmond. You just heard one of Jake Steele's from the other night and the bucket at the end of the play. And, uh, uh, Jake, let's talk about the steals for a moment. We just had a fan come up and say, hey, you're, you're tied for first or nationally in steals now, and I think you're just barely second in steals, but we won't quibble over that. I thought Greg Beckwith made a great observation about you the other night uh, when you had a couple of steals, and he said, you know, Jacob's a little bit like a safety in football who can read the quarterback's eyes, does a good job with the scouting report, and can kind of read a passer's eyes a little bit. So in addition to your athleticism and your quickness, what else is going into getting the number of steals that you're getting? Um, from a fellow, from a fellow, fellow stealer, I'm Beck. Beck knows a lot, so <laughs> he probably told you the right thing. I try, I try to read guys' eyes, obviously, and try to anticipate the play, and then just kind of jump the gun and see what happens. How much of that is scouting report to kind of know them a little bit, and how much of it is gaining familiarity with these guys, particularly in the Atlantic Ten, that you're now playing year in and year out? I would say probably. 60% scout, 40% knowing who it is. Um, knowing who it is definitely helps, but we run over their patterns when we scout them out, and so it kind of helps me out a lot. From that standpoint, Chris, the, Jacob's ability to get steals, and you mentioned it earlier when you talked about the 14 that you had the other night, it does help the other part of your equation, which is to score more points offensively because it does get some really easy buckets. It really does, you know, and, and uh, you know, I, I've, never seen, I've never seen anything like the, the stealing of the ball uh, that he can do. I think I probably had about 10 steals in my college career, so more of a position defender. <laughs> so, um, but uh, no, I've never, I've never really seen anything like it. You know, it's funny. We, uh, when we were coaching at the Air Force Academy, we led the country in steal percentage. And when we were, when we were here the first few years, and with the team with Butler and Gonzo and Ka, we, we I think we led the country in steals or steal percentage. One of those. So we've been, we've been pretty good at stealing the ball and anticipating. But this is. This is different. I mean, uh, Jacob can steal the ball in a pickup game or, you know, in a conference tournament. It doesn't matter. He really has just an incredible knack. Um, So I I think that – and that's really valuable to us right now. You know, uh, we're not obsessed with stats, but I think our uh, defensive time of possession is one of the highest in the country, meaning teams are taking as long as any team in the country, you know, when they're on offense against us. So they're probing and finding – whether it's a mismatch or a, a seam or something like that. And so when you can get steals, you know, that not only does it make a team less aggressive, it also makes them not probe quite as much and be a little bit more aware of where Jacob is. And, um, you know, he also makes guys travel because of, you know, anticipating that he might come out in the lane. That might not be called, but he does make guys travel. Uh, so, so yeah, I, I've never seen anything quite like it. And uh, it's a huge weapon for us, especially, you know, especially not being a great defensive team. 
it's a huge weapon for us. And, Jake, what are you seeing at the other end of the court? Because it is leading to a lot of easy transition baskets. I mean, some of the more fun plays the other night were off of your steals, the pass to Andre for the dunk, uh, the steal, and the, the left-handed bounce pass to Nathan, who finished to KO, I thought was really impressive. Just how it energizes you guys to get some fast-break buckets. It definitely gets us going. Um, obviously, anytime we can try and get out and run and try and get an easier bucket rather than trying to hold it out and kind of run our offense, it's, it helps us out a lot. And then, obviously, steals kind of get the crowd going. So, obviously, we feed off their energy. So, it helps out. So, that transitions into my conversation about VCU because it was the number one thing you talked about today, Chris, that for the Spiders to be successful Wednesday night, we got to get back to limiting our turnovers to where Richmond basketball normally has them. And if we're going to have a few, they need to be throw the ball to the band yeah. out of bounds and not to a guy in a VCU uniform to start a transition play like we were just talking about. Yeah, that is always our, our any team that presses, and of course VCU. Given that the the rivalry and they're in the conference, uh, it comes up a lot. You, you, we we have to limit live ball turnovers. You know, you just it'd be better to have multiple shot clock violations or step out of bounds or something like that. But you you have to limit live ball turnovers because um, you know that that is that's against every team, but especially a team that feeds off of it like they do. Uh, and they're a really good half-court defensive team, but you have to eliminate live ball turnovers and, and make sure that, you know, you're getting a good shot and, and not feeding into, you know, the excitement and enthusiasm that goes with a steal on a layup or, or some kind of transition play. So hopefully we can do that and, and, you know, we'll work very hard to make sure we can do that. Not sure how much you knew about the Richmond VCU rivalry from Kansas City, Jake, but you've now been through it twice last year, so I think you have a little bit more of an understanding of it than you did a year ago, and you also have two wins under your belt, we should certainly point out. How much will that help you moving forward in this game Wednesday night to have now experienced the whole atmosphere and how you approach this game? Obviously, the the, rivals just, or the rivalries just makes the game way different, honestly. Um, usually, no matter how good or bad one team is, the game's just going to be close because it's a rivalry. So you have to put factor that in. And then, obviously, um, having wins under our belt shows that we can come out there and compete. Um, their pressure is obviously a lot, but I don't think it's too much for us to handle. Do you say anything to the younger guys who haven't been through it yet? And uh, did anybody say anything to you last year before you experienced those two games? They said it would get loud. Um, today, <laughs> in both arenas, by the way. Yeah, It'll get loud in the Robin Center, too. It does, for sure. But today in practice, um, it, it's really difficult. We, we practice a, a different way to try and simulate their press. And I don't want to tell the, the younger guys that it'll be easier because I don't want them to think it, it is going to be easy. But um, we probably practice against a harder defense than what, what it actually is. Because there were more guys on the court, I think. Lots you know, of guys. Yeah, just put guys on the court and turn the crowd noise up in the arena. I said to Chris before we came on the air, it's always one of my favorite, most entertaining practices to watch. Right. If you can stand the noise in the gym, it's really interesting to watch. And just and, and you guys can both comment on just the evolution of your younger guys, even in the hour and a half today, Chris, that they started to understand what they're going to experience on Wednesday. Jacob, please focus on the question and not on that dessert that is sitting on the table in front of us. I think it's a cookie skillet. I might have to order one, but I'm locked in now. I'm, I'm not sure on. that's on the Jay DeMeo Adam Smith training diet, Jake, but we won't tell if nobody in the restaurant will tell. I got you. Uh, anyway, Chris, I really think there was an evolution to those guys to start to understand what they're going to experience Wednesday night. Yeah, so, you know, going against pressure um, at this level with the length and, you know, commitment to pressure that they have, uh, the speed, it's really hard. So we try to simulate and make it as difficult as possible. And the, the defense is also allowed to really foul and grab and hold. I'm talking about the, in practice. Right. And, uh, <laughs> and so, you know, just to try to put as much extra pressure as possible on, on, uh, on our guards, on everybody really. You know, and the thing we, we try to do is use all five guys to help break the pressure. Obviously, when Jacob has the ball, it's a little bit different. But when everybody else has the ball, we need all five guys to be available and helping and be willing to. Uh, and, and I do think the guards were, you know, Andre and Woj specifically, really got better during the course of the practice. But it's hard. It's, you know, in, in one sense, it might be easier because it's only five guys. But it's harder because the tension that the game brings. And, you know, you, you have to really – you have to focus on what the next play is, your next decision, not worry about what might have just happened. And so that, that's where the extra pressure comes from, um, you know, in addition to the size and speed and length of their team. 
All right, Jake, what do you guys have to do to be successful? We've talked about it um, Wednesday night at VCU. I don't know that you score 80 again as you've been. They have a really good defense. But what are you guys kind of looking at for Wednesday night before we let you go? Um, like Coach mentioned, trying to limit our turnovers. I think um, the less fast break points they get, the better off we'll be, obviously. Um, obviously making shots will help us out a lot. I mean, that's the name of the game, put the ball in the <laughs> cup. But if we can shoot well from the three, I think we'll definitely have a really good chance. And you guys have really embraced this as a rivalry game, haven't you? I mean, we talked with Grant today and with Julius. Obviously, both of them have been through it, Julius being the veteran guy, uh, that you really haven't backed away from the fact that, that yeah, this is a rivalry game. It's a conference game. It, it, this is kind of the fun part of college basketball. Yes? No? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fun. Yeah, I guess. It's <laughs> Say a, that it's with a little more conviction. Yeah, I mean, it, it is a rivalry. Um, obviously, this is fun. Uh, to get the both crowds are going to be sold out when they come here it'll be sold out when we go there it'll be sold out um, just the atmosphere is always fun uh, obviously we don't really like them too much we, don't, we try not to talk about them I'm sure they don't like us so it'll be fun and just for a little history lesson even for Jacob Chris you've really voiced that opinion every year that you have been here whether we've been good bad mediocre whatever that you have really embraced the fact that hey this city is really lucky to have a rivalry like this yeah, we are. It, it is. It's such a it's such a cool thing. It's it's circled on the calendar. You f- can follow both teams, um, you know. And, and not everybody has it. You know, some teams try to you know generate a rivalry with a particular team, or they're you know during a certain era they're they're rivals. But you know, it's just built in. Uh, the schools are obviously so unique and and different than one another. Um, you know, and and everything everything about it is is fun and exciting. I mean, it's. Uh, the styles of play, you know, even make it even make it more different, and um, so it, it it makes it really exciting. And you know, it's it's uh, there's a lot that goes into it from our players and coaches, but I think from a fans' perspective, um, I think I think it's great. You know, having grown up in Philadelphia with the Big Five and how important those games were, and now that we're in the same conference, it probably has taken even a, a bigger step. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 going to be loud and exciting and. Um, that's the way every game will be with, with Richmond and VCU, and that's what makes it really special. Looking forward to it. The uh, first meeting Wednesday night down at the Siegel Center. Uh, Jake, thanks for coming tonight. Appreciate you being here for the first hour. We'll let you get back to campus, and we will see you uh, Wednesday night downtown. Thank you for having me. Jacob Gilliard, Atlantic 10, Player of the Week, our special guest on the Spider Sports Line tonight. Let's take a break. We're right at the top of the hour. We'll come back. If you've got email questions, text questions, or phone questions, we will take them all in the second half hour of the Spider Sports Line, 995 102 FM 950 AM ESPN. Glory Days Grill, great food, good sports. Visit Glory Days Grill in the West End at Glen Eagles Shopping Center or on the South Side at Harborside Loop. Monday features a $5.99 burger night. Enjoy two tacos on Tuesday for $5.99. Come in for Rib Wednesday at $10.99. Nacho Thursday is a half order of nachos for $5.99. And don't forget Fish Fry Friday at $9.99. Glen Eagles is also featuring the men's basketball spider sports line with head coach Chris Mooney and player guests Mondays at 5.30 during the season. Glory Days Grill, great food, good sports. For all things spiders, whether you're online, on your phone, or just on the go, it's richmondspiders.com. Scores, stats, standings, it's richmondspiders.com. Video highlights, audio play-by-play, and online ticketing for football and men's basketball, it's richmondspiders.com. Plus, exclusive content you won't get anywhere else, like the Spider Insight Podcast, Spider Voices, and game day info for Robin Stadium and the Robin Center. It's your home for your favorite team. It's richmondspiders.com. Hey, Richmond, this is Mark Smith with Midas of Richmond, and I want to meet more women. And this is Patty Smith, Mark's wife, and I'm okay with that. Over half the people we see at Midas of Richmond are women. We're cognizant of their time. You know, they're either shuttling children from school to and from, or sports, or to work themselves. We do have a loaner car program. We try to make it as easy as possible for you to get the work done and get on with your day. One of the things we pride ourselves on with Midas of Richmond is the number of women on our staff. We've got a team of women professionals dedicated to servicing your car every time. They want to build long-term, confidence-based relationships with every woman out there who's concerned about getting car care done we're a family it's a locally owned business we have people that have daughters wives and we're not going to sell you something you don't need when it comes to car care you've got a lot of choices our request of you is to at least consider Midas of Richmond for brakes for tires for oil changes for all of your car care needs because we are a family welcome home Richmond 
Law Firm Studios, your personal injury attorneys. 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. WXGI Richmond. WTPS Petersburg. Let's get back to Glory Days Grill and the Glen Eagle Shopping Center for more of the Spider Sports Line. Once again, here's Bob Black with Coach Chris Mooney, live on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN and the Spider Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Six to shoot, Gilliard dribbles, left of the lane, kicks in the corner for a Caressi three. It's Al Caressi, hits one from deep in the far corner. Seven for Caressi in 39-22, Richmond. We welcome you back to the second half, the second half hour of our Monday edition of the Spider Sports Line from Glory Days Grill. Another great crowd tonight. We really appreciate all of you coming out this evening and joining us to talk Spider and college basketball. We are here every Monday night from 5.30 to 6.30 throughout the remainder of the college basketball season, including next Monday night. The Spiders actually have their bye week or bye game this weekend when they will not play. There's no weekend game for the Spiders after the V. See you game Wednesday night. They'll be off until next Wednesday when we host one of the other Rams in the Atlantic 10, the Fordham Rams, next Wednesday night. But we will be here uh, Monday night, even though the Spiders are off over the weekend. So it's just the Wednesday game. At VCU, 7 o'clock, 6.30, hour airtime on 99.5 FM, 9.50 AM ESPN. It is nationally televised Wednesday night on ESPNU. It's on ESPNU Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. All right, as I mentioned before the break, if you've got calls, we'll take them, 521-8501. You can email us your questions at spidersportsline at richmond uh spider sports line at richmond.edu or you can text us as well on our text line we can get to those at 638-9508 and on twitter at spider voice uh let me go to one of the the emails we talked about julius johnson coming back get a little personnel update there uh chris uh this email came from peter who said can you give us an update on your loan recruit for next year tyler burton i assume he signed so you can talk about him and also, what is the status of Thomas Verbinskis? Notice that he hasn't seemed to be dressing out recently. So, yeah, so Tyler Burton is uh, having a really good year. Um, Marcus was able to go up and see him uh, last week, uh, saw him play in a win, and uh, he had a very, very good game. You know, Tyler is, uh, he'll be immediately one of our best athletes. He's about 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, uh, really fast, good jumper. He's a really relentless player. I mean, he's a, a terrific rebounder. I mean, he's an all-around player, but he's a terrific rebounder, very aggressive player. His father played at Providence um, and really, really good all-around player with a great, you know, they call it a motor, so somebody who has great energy and plays hard all the time, goes after rebounds, goes after loose balls, really impressive, really impressive player. Uh, Thomas Rabinskis has been hurt and out for about uh, probably about three weeks now. You know, he's had really a, a – a tough uh, history uh, thus far in his career with injuries. Um, so he's been hurt with uh, an injury in his foot. That's better for us to let heal. Um, he's also had a problem with a, with a finger that is better for us to, to let rest and heal. So, um, yeah, he's had a, he's had a tough history. You know, Blake Francis has been out. Uh, Keith Otto has been out. So, We've been going with a with a pretty small crew there, which which makes preparation that much more difficult. Yeah, I was going to ask you about those two guys as well. It doesn't sound necessarily as significant when you're a fan and you're just watching the games and you don't see practices. But Blake Francis, who we all think is going to be really really good starting next year, even though he's sitting out this year, can help on the scout team. Uh, Notice he hasn't been in practice the last few days. And uh, Keith Otto, who unfortunately I'm sure would have gotten in the game uh, yeah. the other night against uh, George sure. Washington, he's also out with an injury, right? Yes, and you know. Keith's actually cl- even closer than that. I mean, I, I think he's, you know, we, we talk about playing him all the time, and he's really a good, pl- made himself into a really good player. And, um, you know, so it's un- unfortunate uh, that, that he's has an injury to his wrist. We're hope well, he's, he's going to have another appointment tomorrow. Hopefully he can be cleared. Uh, but, yeah, when Julius was out there and, yeah. you know, we had <laughs> we had a long a long list uh, or a long injured uh, injured list over the guys there on the, the sideline yeah, were exactly. deeper than the guys on the court. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's not a good sight. That's, no. Yeah, because it was Keith and it was Blake and it was Julius and it was Nick Sherrod. And Thomas uh, Rementis. And Thomas yeah, Rementis. Exactly. So you got a five right there on the sideline yeah. that you couldn't use as a five. And Nick Sherrod, I mean, I know we talked about it last week. We should get him in here one night. But, I mean, he looks 
I mean, I haven't seen him do a whole lot of stuff other than what he's done with Jay and Adam downstairs. But man, he he looks good. He really he looks, looks like good. He's put even more more yeah. weight in the right places. Too. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Nick is. Uh, you know, his his mentality is is very matches up very well with somebody who needs to do rehab. I mean, he is focused, and you know, just like he takes care of his shooting and his workouts, he is really focused and and you know excellent just in terms of being there on time extra uh, and he's doing very well here's what i can tell you it's time for him to get back on the court and start playing again so today i'm sitting at the table watching you guys practice and he comes over and starts asking me questions about the notes that i'm scribbling <laughs> onto my chart i think that's how you can tell he's getting yeah. bored you need to get he needs to get back he needs out to get, i know he wants to be a broadcaster in a sports later true. way down the road <laughs> but it's time for him to, to, to get back for out, sure i would think all right let's dive a little bit more into this vcu game because i know everybody's going to be excited about it come uh wednesday night uh what have you seen from from this year's team at vcu chris that maybe wasn't there last year we know they're very deep and i made this observation about them relatively early in the season it seems like everybody has bought into what mike rhodes is trying to do now that they're more on the same page than they were understandably in his first year a season ago yeah i think uh you know it goes even though mike was there at vcu and only was gone for a couple of years uh it just shows you that it's difficult to take over a, a new program uh even though you're familiar with the players it's just a different voice a different philosophy mm-hmm. and i think last year they felt some of that but you know mike's a tremendous coach and uh, what what I notice is their effort is outstanding. You know, they, they obviously want to play very aggressively and very assertively, and their effort is outstanding. You know, they, they try to put pressure on the ball, uh, but it's not like as if you break the press, you're going to score. You know, they press uh, and and try to create turnovers and try to, try to do some things to get you sped up, uh, but they play really, really good half-court defense, among the best in the country in terms of their, their numbers and statistics. Uh, you know they 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 don't give up that many threes. Um, they, uh, you know they they when you do shoot a three, you don't make it at a high rate. Um, you know they're very very just completely aggressive. And um, you know we had opportunities in watching the game where we had opportunities last year where there were open shots or open shots in the lane that I think they've really worked hard to eliminate during the co- the course of this season. They play twelve guys. I mean that's a really hard thing to do and so you know it it feels like hey if that guy's not playing hard enough he's out and the next guy's in and they've really responded and embraced that does that make it harder to scout them a little bit from a personnel standpoint you don't want to overload your guys with who their guys are but as you said at any time one of those 12 could be a significant factor yeah it does because uh, i think um i forget which year it was but they a year where they were playing 10 or 11 guys and you know we ended up just kind of you know, we're usually pretty detailed in the scouting report, and uh, we just kind of ended up making it shooters and drivers. And, uh, you know, and, and so, but it does make it difficult because especially if you're, you know, not only if you're switching within your defense, but if you're switching defenses or if you have to worry now about, you know, three guys rather than just this one guy that you have to guard, it does make it more difficult and more of a challenge. Uh, but that's, you know, that's, you know, again, that's part of, how they play they're trying to come at you in waves uh and and really put pressure on by that by effort uh by speed and length but really by by their assertiveness and effort you have talked about this before at least last year you did you and mike are pretty close you and mike Rhodes are pretty close friends and know a lot about each other not only off the court but basketball philosophy and strategy and you use the phrase this could be a chess match on uh, Wednesday night, you mentioned that this afternoon. Yeah, so for a game that, that will, will appear to be so fast and played, uh, you know, there have been so many different, over the course of time, you know, Mike was Mike came in with Shaka however many years ago, and, um, you know, Mike, Mike's Randolph-Macon teams played a lot more like the Richmond, the, our Richmond teams. And so, uh, you know, I think then going to that, he really is try to, tries to, they try to disrupt what we're trying to do. And, you know, they don't want us to score within our offense um, and not just, you know, not just don't want us to score within our offense, but, you know, do everything they can to make it not, even if it's a, you know, kind of an unsound technique, they would prefer that, it seems, than, than letting us score within our offense. And so that's really, that's where things go back and forth and how, where we send cutters and what we do. And then the other thing is, that, you know, it's not like football where you can, you have a chance to huddle and talk about, hey, well, let's, See, send this guy in motion, see if they're in man coverage. You know, I mean, in basketball, it's so fluid. 
and we don't want to overload our guys with too many special plays because the game is just very fast and fluid and what they need to worry about is competing and and holding on to the ball and those kinds of things so it it really is interesting and you know i respect mike as much as any coach in the country and uh, he's always been a, a a great basketball person and a great friend and and um you know so that that makes it that adds another layer to to this whole thing. Well, there's another layer to add as well, and that's the Jamal Brunt factor yeah. here. Uh, as well as you know, Mike Rhodes, you're obviously very close with our former assistant coach, Jamal Brunt, who's now on the VCU bench. Is that part of the chess match? I don't think he'll know too much of our personnel. Maybe Julius Johnson and, well, Nick Sherrod, who won't play, obviously. Right. But certainly he can get inside Chris Mooney's head a little bit. Yeah. I would think he certainly, yeah. you know, the two of you were together for quite some time. Yeah, and Jamal is, uh, you know, uh, his wife Erica and uh, Leah, and I, I mean, they're two of our best friends. Sure. And uh, so that, that, makes it, that makes it hard. You know, it doesn't make it um, – there's no part of that that makes it more fun or special or anything <laughs> like that. It really – you know, I, I, don't, I don't like it whatsoever. And so, um, yeah, I think that Jamal will be a factor because he has such a great understanding of, of, of what we're trying to do. And, um, again, especially given the fact, you know, it would be one thing if you knew what we were going to try to do and they, you know, did one tweak to it. But they, they, they really try to take us out of everything we're trying to do to, to, their, to their credit. And, um, you know, the reaction, hopefully, you know, what, we, what we're always telling our guys is we're trying to teach you how to play, mm-hmm. trying to teach you how to play. And that's why we like versatile guys. And that's why everybody's allowed to dribble and, and, and make cuts and things like that. So hopefully that trumps being taken out. And in other words, there's always a counter to being taken out of what you're doing. Um, However, we have certain things that we like to do and certain things we're more comfortable with uh, that, that that makes it hard. So as the energy and intensity and the, and the crowd noise picks up, you know, Coach Carroll used to have this saying, hold on to your guts. And um, <laughs> that was one of the sayings I could share, hold on to your guts. And that's really, what it's, that's really what it's about is just be confident, be calm, take care of the ball. And, and compete and try to block those other things out. And on the other hand, as we said, you don't want to give your guys too much on VCU. I would think Jamal's got to be cautious about not overloading their guys on everything he knows about Richmond basketball. Yeah. Maybe we want him to do that. Right. You know? yeah, right. <laughs> right. I, I would think that is the case. I mean, I, you know, Mike, Mike has – we've played so many times yeah. that he knows everything. I think Jamal could give some – Insight, they play so aggressively, you know, I, I think that's even more about, you know, how do you, how do you turn a fast guy into slow guys? I give them information, you know, and so, <laughs> right. and so I, I think they'll, um, I think they'll stick to what they do. They've, they've had success. They have great defensive numbers. I think they'll stick to what they do for the most part because they're trying to disrupt everybody. They're not just trying to yeah. disrupt Richmond. They're trying to disrupt everybody, and uh, they've been very successful at that, uh, but there just might be a, a thing or two Jamal can help with. All right, let's take a break. Uh, we'll come back in just a moment. The one thing missing from our show tonight that we had a flip that we haven't had yet is? Ivan. Ivan. We asked Ivan to put it on pause while we had Jacob here for the first half hour, and he did. So when we come back, Ivan will be able to talk with Coach Mooney. So will anybody else who dials up 521-8501 or text us. We'll be glad to read them on the air, 638-9508, or email us, spidersportsline at richmond.edu. Coming up when we come back to Glory Days Grill, this is the Spider Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Do you suspect that a woman could be pregnant with your child right now? If you aren't married to the child's mother, your rights as a father could be at risk. By registering with the Virginia Birth Father Registry before or or within 10 days of your child's birth, you can help prevent your future child from being placed into foster care or for adoption without your knowledge. You can also explore options to co-parent or assume sole custody. Don't miss your chance to be a dad. For more information, visit www.vabirthfatherregistry.com. You know their names. You know their uniform numbers. You probably even know their stats. Now get to know them. Richmond student-athletes tell their remarkable stories in their own words. It's Spider Voices. Check it out at spidervoices.com and on Spider's social media. What makes 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN Richmond's number one sports station? We bring you more. More local sports talk with five hours every weekday. More opinions with Bob Black, Andrew Wallace, Matt Josephs, and Greg Burton. More play-by-play with the Richmond Spiders college basketball NCAA tournament and the return of Major League Baseball this April. Plus more frequencies than any other station in RVA at 99.5 and 102.7 FM plus 950 and 1240 AM. Keep it locked day and night to ESPN Richmond. 
Hey, we've got some great news. World of Beer is the new host location for ESPN Richmond on Fridays from 4 to 6 p.m. At World of Beer, they've got 50 craft beers on tap, hundreds in the cooler, and a full menu of mouth-watering food that's crafted to go perfectly with beer. And whether you're a beer master or just beer curious, their staff can guide you through every last pint, pour, and pairing. So come join ESPN Richmond at World of Beer this Friday from 4 to 6, 11,600 West Broad Street. Lux Chevrolet has been the Chevy truck expert since 1916, and they've got something for everyone. There's economical SUVs like Trax and Equinox, people haulers like Traverse, Tahoe, and Suburban, and pickups like the mid-sized Colorado to the one-ton Silverado. Let Luck find the right fit for your job or lifestyle. Call them at 804-798-9261. Shop online at LuxChevrolet.com or stop by their convenient lot on U.S. Route 1 in Ashland and buy your next truck from Luck. Lux Chevrolet since 1916. For all things spiders, whether you're online, on your phone, or just on the go, it's RichmondSpiders.com. Scores, stats, standings, it's RichmondSpiders.com. Video highlights, audio play-by-play, and online ticketing for football and men's basketball, it's RichmondSpiders.com. Plus, exclusive content you won't get anywhere else, like the Spider Insight Podcast, Spider Voices, and game day info for Robin Stadium and the Robin Center. It's your home for your favorite team. It's RichmondSpiders.com. Whether you're tuning in to talk sports or listen to the game, thanks for making us number one in Richmond. We're 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. This is the Spider Sports Line with head basketball coach Chris Mooney, live from Glory Days Grill in the Glen Eagle Shopping Center on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. Final segment coming up about 20 after 6. We'll take you to the bottom of the hour here on ESP and Richmond. Hope you'll tune us in uh, tomorrow morning and Wednesday morning. We will continue to preview the Richmond VCU game on the uh, Black and Drew Sports Huddle tomorrow morning from 8 to 10. We'll kind of get the VCU perspective tomorrow. And then uh, Wednesday morning, Coach Mooney has been kind enough to join us. Not sure he knows that yet, but he is joining us at 9.30 Wednesday morning. That's a subtle reminder for him to call (laughs) Wednesday morning at 9.30. And then, of course, we have the game Wednesday night beginning at 6.30. All right, speaking of calling, we did ask Ivan to kind of delay his call with Coach tonight while we had Jacob on for the first half hour of the show. So, Ivan, I appreciate that. You're going to be the exclamation point of the show tonight as we wind down towards the bottom of the hour. Hello, Ivan. How are you? Fine, Bob. How are you doing tonight, Coach? Doing well, Ivan. How are you? Thanks for waiting. Anytime. Uh, I just want to say congratulations on those two big victories you had last week. Thanks. I mean, your team looked great. You blew uh, GW out, and you also blew Mason out, and that was two fantastic wins. And I think it shows how how much your team has matured uh, so far this season. Well, I hope so, Ivan. I I I, uh, I agree. I think that you know we're we're playing better and better and um, guys have practiced well guys have competed and um, you know when when you get to see results that makes it that much better and really puts a little bit more wind behind your sails and helps you to helps you to hopefully you know um, build some momentum and take it into the next practice and next game so we played we played well and I'm glad to say glad to see kind of some some wins there where where we can take guys out and and enjoy the end of the game because I really uh, was impressed with the way you blew GW out. You, you just you just took that lead and you just took it right down the the road. To never looked back. And I think it's a, a credit to your uh, coaching that that you that you molded a very good team that's had some you know bumps in the road this season. But you've done a very good job. Well, thanks, Ivan. That's nice of you to say. I I think that um, you know one one thing that that we have really tried to stress to the guys is. Um, you know, just focusing on what we can control. And, uh, you know, these guys being so connected to their phones and social media and things like that, you know, there could be some negative things that they hear or read. And, you know, what, we, what we've talked about is just focus on, you know, making your next layup. Just focus on uh, when you're going down the lift, making sure you do the right thing and improve and sweat and get better and, and then going and, going and studying. You know, just really focus on, on what, we're trying to do and and the the next basic little thing and you know good things will happen from that so hopefully we can continue to do that keep our guys focused keep our guys uh you know really really engaged which they have been i mean this has been 
a great group. This is a great group to, to be around and to coach um, because they, I really feel like they, they love basketball. They care about one another and they're, they're, you know, they're accepting, they're not accepting of, of losing, but they're accepting of learning and growing. And I think sometimes that is a one that you have to fight. And this group is accepting of coaching of growing, of learning, uh, and not just thinking they know everything or as a defense mechanism they don't want to, you know, they don't want to hear about it. So um, that that's that's really been a, a, a positive point. And again, when we can when we can win and, and see some you know tangible success, I think that really helps that cause. With so many games now on TV, and you know the Spiders have a lot of games on TV now. Does it make it easier to to, to go into the when you recruit to tell the kids that we have X number of games on TV now? You know, it really does. Uh, we can talk about, well, the, the main thing is with the A-10s, the A-10 has a contract with ESPN that every game's on ESPN+. Plus. And so, you know, that means that every, every game's on TV, you know, via the computer or via your cable network. So every, the parents can see every game if they can't make it to too many of the games or all of the games. So that is really nice. I feel like they... You know, just being able to see, you know, seeing their son on television is exciting, but I was also able to keep tabs on him, see how he looks, you know, see how a parent would feel about how he looks uh, during the course of the, of the games. So, yeah, that, that really has been a positive, Ivan. Well, good luck, Coach. I hope you come up with a big victory against VCU this Wednesday. Thanks, Ivan. I appreciate it. Thanks, Ivan. Um, I'm going to follow that up, Chris, if you don't mind me asking, because uh, I thought Ivan asked a great question and you gave an even better answer a moment ago. Are the coaches adhering to your own advice about just being able to take care of the things that you can control? So, yeah, I, I really, um, we really are. I mean, uh, you know, I can especially speak for one, <laughs> but uh, we really are. I, I feel like, um, you know, we, we spend a lot of time at work and, and in the office, and uh, and all that time is about, you know, talking about the guys, going back, looking at film, editing things to show this particular guy, editing something else to show that particular guy. Uh, and everything is really based on making sure that we can get better. You know, sitting down, talking with Courtney about academics, getting updates for how we're doing in the strength and training room. And we're really focusing on that. I think that, you know, um, that, that, that's all, that's what we have. And that, that's what we've done, you know, when, when, uh, when we've had great teams and there are distractions in other ways. And that's what we've done when we're trying to have a young team that's improving and really, really focusing. I mean, there, there's a lot of work to do. You know, I, I feel like, you know, if we started a practice plan every single day, it would be about five hours long, you know. And so then we talk about, okay, well, we can't do as much of that and we don't have enough guys to do that. And so we need to whittle that down to about two hours or an hour and 45 minutes. Um, so that, there's a lot of meeting and discussion and all those kinds of things. We're always together and, and, and planning those things. So there isn't enough room for those, uh, anything on an outside distraction. I mean, there's, there's really room for us to, to work and to, to help our guys get a little bit better, give them a little bit of an edge, or correct something that maybe they're doing wrong. All right, final thought. I know all of your attention right now is on VCU, uh, but then there's the bye weekend, no game this weekend, and you have always talked about how important that is in the schedule as you eyeball it. Um, if you could jump ahead just a little bit, how important it will be to have that week off from VCU this Wednesday to Fordham next yeah. Wednesday. Well, it's, it's, I really think it's valuable, and over the course of time we used to have two byes. Mm-hmm. And I would. I went to the meeting one year and, and fought for two buys, and uh, we they gave us a buy before the first game, and then after the third game, and then we had games the rest of the year. So, uh, but no, the buy is important because it gets guys to just relax and and you know even though even if you practice or do workouts, you're not scouting and you know everything's not so critical. Mm-hmm. You know you're kind of working on your own game. You're exhaling. Um, so that that's really important to us. I can't remember the last time we had a buy on a Saturday. Yeah, you know I think we've usually had them on right. Wednesday. Yep. Um, but it, this this will be good. You know, in addition to some recruiting, we'll also be able to uh, just you know decompress, exhale, bring guys in, you know, shoot a little bit, have them get a little bit of sweat, rehab, and 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 move forward. All right. First things first. VCU Wednesday night at the Siegel Center. We will see you there, Coach. Thanks. Sounds great. Thank you, guys. Thanks to everyone here at Glory Days Grill. Really appreciate your support and being part of the program with us tonight. Thanks to Jacob Gilliard, our player guest this evening. Mitchell Bradley has produced on location. Matt Joseph's back in our ESPN 
Richmond Studios. Talk to you Wednesday night, 6.30, with our pregame show, Spiders and VCU, the Lumber Liquidators, Capital City Classic, round one, tips off at 7 o'clock from downtown Wednesday night. Bob Black saying so long for the Spider Sports Line from Glory Days Grill. This is the Spider Sports Network from Learfield IMG College on ESPN Richmond. So long, everyone. been listening to the spider sports line with coach chris mooney live from glory days grill in the Glen eagle shopping center 10466 ridgefield parkway tonight's show has been brought to you by carmax virginia birth father registry glory days grill and lux chevrolet join us monday nights from 5 30 to 6 30 throughout the college basketball season for the spider sports line a live presentation of the spider img sports network and your home of the spiders espn richmond This VCU basketball update brought to you by Virginia Urology Online at URO.com. The Rams opened up with a 20-4 lead Saturday on the road to win 85-55 over the Bonnies. Three Rams scoring the double figures during the contest, holding St. Bonaventure to just 26% shooting and the dominant A-10 victory that puts him in a tie at the top of the A-10 standings along with Davidson. VCU back in action Wednesday night at home versus Richmond. This VCU basketball update brought to you by Virginia Urology Online at URO.com. Tired of taking pills for enlarged prostate or BPH? Pills do work, but over time they may not work as well or get you tired of the side effects. Virginia Urology now offers a new solution. The Urolift. The Urolift is an outpatient procedure. No cuttings required or removing prostate tissue. And